Chapter Six of Narda the Lily by H. Rider Haggard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Birth of Umslopogaas. This was the rule of the life of Shaka, that he would have no children, though he had many wives. Every child born to him by his sisters was put away at once. What, Mopo? he said to me shall i rear up children to put me to the assegai when they grow great they call me tyrant say how do those chiefs die whom men name tyrants they die at the hands of those whom they have bred nay mopo i will rule for my life and when i join the spirits of my fathers let the strongest take my power and my place now it chanced that shortly after shaka had spoken thus my sister Baleka, the king's wife, fell in labour, and on that same day my wife, Makrofa, was brought to bed of twins, and this but eight days after my second wife, Anadi, had given birth to a son. You ask my father how I came to be married, seeing that Chaka forbade marriage to all his soldiers till they were in middle life, and had put the man's ring upon their heads. It was a boon he granted me, as in Nyanga of medicine, saying it was well that a doctor should know the sicknesses of women and learn how to cure their evil tempers, as though my father that were possible. When the king heard that Baleka was sick, he did not kill her outright because he loved her a little, but he sent for me, commanding me to attend her, and when the child was born to cause its body to be brought to him, according to custom, so that he might be sure that it was dead. I bent to the earth before him, and went to do his bidding with a heavy heart. For was not Palaka my sister? And would not her child be of my own blood? Still, it must be so, for Shaka's whisper was as the shout of other kings, and, if we dared to disobey, then our lives and the lives of all in our kraal would answer for it. Better that an infant should die than that we should become food for jackals. Presently I came to the Emposeni, the place of the king's wives, and declared the king's word to the soldiers on guard. They lowered their assegais and let me pass, and I entered the hut of Baleka. In it were others of the king's wives, but when they saw me, they rose and went away for it was not lawful that they should stay where I was. Thus I was left alone with my sister. For a while she lay silent, and I did not speak, though I saw by the heaving of her breast that she was weeping. Hushed, little one, I said at length, your sorrow will soon be done. Nay, she answered, lifting her head, it will be but begun, O cruel man, I know the reason of your coming. You come to murder the babe that shall be born of me. It is the king's word, woman. It is the king's word, and what is the king's word? Have I, then, naught to say in this matter? It is the king's child, woman. It is the king's child, and is it not also my child? Must my babe be dragged from my breast and be strangled, and by you, Mopo? Have I not loved you, Mopo? Did I not flee with you from our people and the vengeance of our father? Do you know that not two moons gone the king was wroth with you because he fell sick, 
and would have caused you to be slain had i not pleaded for you and called his oath to mind and thus you pay me you come to kill my child my first-born child it is the king's word woman i answered sternly but my heart was split in two within me then balika said no more but turning her face to the wall of the hut she wept and groaned bitterly now as she wept i heard a stir without the hut and the light in the doorway was darkened a woman entered alone i looked round to see who it was then fell upon the ground in salutation for before me was onandi mother of the king who was named mother of the heavens that same lady to whom my mother had refused the milk hail mother of the heavens i said greeting mopo she answered say why does balika weep is it because the sorrow of women is upon her ask of her great chieftainess i said then balika spoke i weep mother of a king because this man who is my brother has come from him who is my lord and thy son to murder that which shall be born of me o thou whose breasts have given suck plead for me thy son was not slain at birth perhaps it were well if he had been so slain balika said unandi then had many another man lived to look upon the son who is now dead at the least as an infant he was good and gentle and thou mightest love him mother of the zulu never balika as a babe he bit my breast and tore my hair as the man is so was the babe yet may his child be otherwise mother of the heavens think thou hast no grandson to comfort thee in thy age wilt thou then see all thy stock wither the king our lord lives in war he too may die and what then then the root of senzangakona is still green has the king no brothers they are not of thy flesh mother what thou dost not hearken then as a woman to woman i plead with thee save my child or slay me with my child now the heart of unandi grew gentle and she was moved to tears how may this be done mopo she said the king must see the dead infant and if he suspects and even reeds have ears you know the heart of shaka and where we shall lie to-morrow are there then no other new-born babes in zululand said balaka sitting up and speaking in a whisper like the hiss of a snake listen mopo is not your wife also in labour now hear me mother of the heavens and my brother hear me also do not think to play with me in this matter i will save my child or you twain shall perish with it for i will tell the king that you came to me the two of you and whispered plots in my ear plots to save the child and kill the king now choose and swiftly she sank back there was silence and we looked one upon another then unandi spoke give me your hand mopo and swear that you will be faithful to me in this secret as i swear to you a day may come when this child who has not seen the light rules as king in zululand and then in reward you shall be the greatest of the people the king's voice whisperer in the king's ear but if you break your oath then beware for i will not die alone 
i swear mother of the heavens i answered it is well son of makedama it is well my brother said balika now go and do that which must be done swiftly for my sorrow is upon me go knowing that if you fail i will be pitiless for i will bring you to your death yes even if my own death is the price so i went whither do you go asked the guard at the gate i go to bring my medicines men of the king i answered so i said but oh my heart was heavy and this was my plan to fly far from zululand i could not and i dared not do this thing what should i kill my own child that its life might be given for the life of the babe of balika and should i lift up my will against the will of the king saving the child to look upon the sun which he had doomed to darkness nay i would fly leaving all and seek out some far tribe where i might begin to live again here i could not live here in the shadow of shaka was nothing but death i reached my own huts there to find that my wife makrofa was delivered of twins i sent away all in the hut except my other wife anandi she who eight days gone had borne me a son the second of the twins was born it was a boy born dead the first was a girl she who lived to be nada the beautiful nada the lily then a thought came into my heart here was a path to run on give me the boy i said to anani he is not dead give him to me that i might take him outside the kraal and wake him to life by my medicine it is of no use the child is dead said anani give him to me woman i said fiercely and she gave me the body then i took him and wrapped him up in my bundle of medicines and outside of all i rolled a mat of plaited grass suffer none to enter the hut till i return i said and speak no word of the child that seems to be dead if you allow any to enter or if you speak a word then my medicine will not work and the babe will be dead indeed so i went leaving the women wondering for it is not our custom to save both when twins are born but i ran swiftly to the gates of the emposeni i bring the medicines men of the king i said to the guards pass in they answered i passed through the gates and into the hut of balika when andy was alone in the hut with my sister the child is born said the mother of the king look at him mopo son of makedama i looked he was a great child with large black eyes like the eyes of shaka the king and unandi too looked at me where is it she whispered i loosed the mat and drew the dead child from the medicines glancing round fearfully as i did so give me the living babe i whispered back they gave it to me and i took of a drug that i knew and rubbed it on the tongue of the child now this drug has the power to make the tongue it touches dumb for a while then i wrapped up the child in my medicines and again bound the mat about the bundle but round the throat of the stillborn babe i tied a string of fibre as though i had strangled it and wrapped it loosely in a piece of matting 
now for the first time i spoke to baleka woman i said and thou also mother of the heavens i have done your wish but know that before all is finished this deed shall bring about the death of many be secret as the grave for the grave yawns for you both i went again bearing the mat containing the dead child in my right hand but the bundle of medicines that held the living one i fastened across my shoulders i passed out of the emposeni and as i went i held up the bundle in my right hand to the guards showing them that which was in it but saying nothing it is good they said nodding but now ill-fortune found me for just outside the emposeni i met three of the king's messengers greeting son of makedama they said the king summons you to the intunculu that is the royal house my father good i answered i will come now but first i would run to my own place to see how it goes with makrofa my wife here is that which the king seeks and i showed them the dead child take it to him if you will that is not the king's command mopo they answered his word is that you should stand before him at once now my heart turned to water in my breast kings have many ears could he have heard and how dared i go before the lion bearing his living child hidden on my back yet to waver was to be lost to show fear was to be lost to disobey was to be lost good i come i answered and we walked to the gate of the intunculu it was sundown shaka was sitting in the little courtyard in front of his hut i went down on my knees before him and gave the royal salute bayete and so i stayed rise son of makedama he said i cannot rise lion of the zulu i answered i cannot rise having royal blood on my hands till the king has pardoned me where is it he asked i pointed to the mat in my hand let me look at it then i undid the mat and he looked on the child and laughed aloud he might have been a king he said as he bade a counsellor take it away mopo thou hast slain one who might have been a king art thou not afraid no black one i answered the child is killed by order of one who is a king sit down and let us talk said shaka for his mood was idle to-morrow thou shalt have five oxen for this deed thou shalt choose them from the royal herd the king is good he sees that my belt is drawn tight he satisfies my hunger will the king suffer that i go my wife is in labour and i would visit her nay stay a while say how it is with baleka my sister and thine it is well did she weep when you took the babe from her nay she wept not she said my lord's will is my will good had she wept she had been slain also who was with her the mother of the heavens the brow of shaka darkened unandi my mother what did she there by myself i swear though she is my mother if i thought and he ceased there was a silence then he spoke again say what is in that mat 
and he pointed with his little assegai at the bundle on my shoulders medicine king thou dost carry enough to doctor an impy undo the mat and let me look at it now my father i tell you that the marrow melted in my bones with terror for if i undid the mat i feared he must see the child and then it is sagati it is bewitched o king it is not wise to look on medicine open he answered angrily what may i not look at that which i am forced to swallow i who am the first of doctors death is the king's medicine i answered lifting the bundle and laying it as far from him in the shadow of the fence as i dared then i bent over it slowly undoing the rimpis with which it was tied while the sweat of terror ran down my face blinding me like tears what should i do if he saw the child what if the child awoke and cried i would snatch the assegai from his hand and stab him yes i would kill the king and then kill myself now the mat was unrolled inside were the brown leaves and roots of medicine beneath them was the senseless babe wrapped in dead moss ugly stuff said the king taking snuff now see mopo what a good aim i have this for thy medicine and he lifted his assegai to throw it through the bundle but as he threw my snake put it into the king's heart to sneeze and thus it came to pass that the assegai only pierced the outer leaves of the medicine and did not touch the child may the heavens bless the king i said according to custom thanks to thee mopo it is a good omen he answered and now be gone take my advice kill thy children as i kill mine lest they live to worry thee the whelps of lions are best drowned i did up the bundle fast fast though my hands trembled oh what if the child should wake and cry it was done i rose and saluted the king then i doubled myself up and passed from before him scarcely was i outside the gates of the intonkulu when the infant began to squeak in the bundle if it had been one minute before what said a soldier as i passed have you got a puppy hidden under your moocha mopo footnote girdle composed of skin and tails of oxen End of footnote. i made no answer but hurried on till i came to my huts i entered there were my two wives alone i have recovered the child women i said as i undid the bundle and nandi took him and looked at him the boy seems bigger than he was she said the breath of life has come into him and puffed him out i answered his eyes are not as his eyes were she said again now they are big and black like the eyes of the king my spirit looked upon his eyes and made them beautiful i answered this child has a birthmark on his thigh she said a third time that which i gave you had no mark i laid my medicine there i answered it is not the same child she said sullenly it is a changeling who will lay ill luck at our doors then i rose up in my rage and cursed her heavily for i saw that if she was not stopped this woman's tongue would bring us all to ruin 
peace witch i cried how dare you speak thus from a lying heart do you wish to draw down a curse upon our roof would you make us all food for the king's spear say such words again and you shall sit within the circle the ingomboko shall know you for a witch so i stormed on threatening to bring her to death till at length she grew fearful and fell at my feet praying for mercy and forgiveness but i was much afraid because of this woman's tongue and not without reason End of chapter 6